Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Fork and Full, the only podcast that's 100% free of high fructose corn syrup. And now, give it up for your hosts, B. Michael Kroll and Perry Evans. A special guest today. Special guest, Porter. Actually, Porter can do our pick section. I'll just hold two teams. <laughs> Whichever one he goes for. Yeah, we got to figure that out because that would be really, really, really kind of cool. Well, no, yeah, just get two treats, one in each hand. You should write a team, you know what I mean, get a team on each hand. Yeah. And then he picks each one, whichever treat he goes to first. Mm. And then boom, boom, boom. Porter uh, picks. That, that would work. Puppy picks. And then uh, we could do the next week with Gloria, the next week with, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got to, and then we can see which dog is the best. <laughs> Who's Like, you know, because I just really, I, I something about just a complete spite of the analytical mindset on picking a game. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. you, you think you're fucking like, I love that German. The, the best prediction ever in the history of the world cup was that German octopus. Right. Who was t- German to a fault picked against Germany. How he, not only did he prove he but was Germany good at this, he proved that he was a very, very German octopus because he refused to sacrifice data <laughs> for nationalism. It was amazing. Yeah, speaking of World Cup, the uh, I guess we're I guess we're rolling now. Yeah, <laughs> what? No introductions anymore. No we're introductions. just gonna start talking. It's gonna, it's gonna we, go we should just record a, an introduction to, to just lay over. Ah, we no. should have Alex Alex record us a, an introduction and make sure to talk just as much shit as you did in this. Well, she, week's <laughs> ten minutes or five. Or well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. But I uh, know we we always, we do a new intro line every week. Really? But, um, yeah. But uh, no, we just we just came. I guess we're coming hot. Uh, welcome to Fourth and Crawl this week. As, yeah, as you heard. Uh, yeah. So speaking of World Cup soccer, the men's the U.S. men's team is not qualified this year. Good, good. I, I'm tired. I'm tired of this false narrative by uh, white Americans in cargo shorts that we actually care. Like what? What are they? What's that? The oh, fan on, I group, care, man. The fan. Do you? Yeah, I do. do I you, love the are you World more Cup. upset with the Cardinals, a professional team, losing that has no impact? You know what I mean? On the national, like, well, sports world at all, or the U.S. Like, no, I don't think it. No one cares most about soccer in this country, and if they do, they don't care most about an American, te- like an MLS team, or the. The U.S. Okay, so what are you saying? Saying people don't care about. So, like, that? I'm saying if people do care about, there are people I know who watch soccer primarily, and they watch the Premier League. They watch, there or there are immigrants who watch their national team. I mean, yeah. you have this the what do they call the U? The outlaws that. Um, Our special guest today is Porter uh, Perry. Yes, if you hear a low whine, that is my dog contributing. Or that's me checking out Cardinals personnel moves. One of the two. Well, okay, but here's the thing. I think do think people care about soccer because every four years we get a chance to come together as a country and not and be patriotic about being douchey about it. Yeah. 
Well, no, I think it's it's kind of I think the American the only reason Americans care soccer is so we can be douchey and patriotic. It's but, but I, I feel the same way. Yeah, unified douchey and patriotic. I feel the same way about the Olympics. Yeah, it's like we're not doing. No one gives a shit about ping pong except for China. China cares a lot about ping pong, but no one in the U.S. cares about ping pong. But we will sit there and watch it. We were watching a Chinese immigrant who was too bad to start in China, who moved all the way to the U.S. just to be able to play in the Olympics, lose. Yeah. And pretend that we care. No one cares. No one cares about archery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or all these. There are so you many. You don't care about swimming. Boring. If we're winning. You know, skeet shooting did, did is you Olympic hear, event. How many, how, many time, like, how many Olympics have you been through, and how much did we care about swimming before Michael Phelps? I know we cared a lot during, was it Mark Spitz? Is he the one who won all yeah. the, yeah. We cared during our ascent to greatness. You know what I mean? We care while we're dominating. But we don't care when we're not. If we don't have somebody who's a shoe in to be a, a gold athlete, a gold uh, medal athlete, we just kind of forget about it. But yeah, I mean, people don't care about swimming, archer, that kind of stuff on, on the uh, Like, who's this, who bowl, comes but... second to Usain Bolt every year? Was it Justin Gatlin? Sure. Yeah, nobody cares. But those sports aren't on the ascent, and soccer is on the ascent. Yeah, and I mean, it, yeah. Look, well, like it's it's okay. Is the whole country going to shut down? No, no. But it is disappointing because I was looking forward to you know cheering on the men's team to going to one of the like, group play. I, I kind of I just like the world uh, cup for soccer. I just like the soccer. I don't really care that the uh, American team is in it or not. You know, it's nice. For a little bit, but you know they're gonna lose. Kind of like every year, yeah. When you line up as like a Browns fan, you know, like you're just you're here for a minute, but you you have this, you know, it's not gonna work out. <laughs> you know, it's not it's the that game uh, every year uh, at the beginning of the college football season, yeah, where it's Michigan playing Appalachian State, and ninety nine years in a row, Appalachian State got trounced. Yeah, but we're still today talking about that one day. You know what I mean? Where Appalachian State blocked that kick and beat Michigan. So I mean that. I guess for that you have it. So like we have those like, oh, we beat, we moved into the second round. But well, it's, it's never a true us. victory. It's just like, yeah, we weren't the worst this year. But also for the the depth of athletic talent we have, it's not like Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, they shouldn't be that great. They have what? How big is their populace? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think I heard somewhere that in order for us to not qualify at that point, it would be like a we had a three percent chance of not qualifying. Yeah, and boy, that just with everything else this year, just just fucking just worked out perfect. Yeah, but look, no, I know what you're saying, man. But I mean, this is the kind of thing I expect from a front-running Cowboys fan. All right, mm. it's not. Yeah, if we get to the next round, we get out of group play. It is a victory because we don't have the soccer talent in this country because they're all playing basketball. But, the freakish athletes in this country go play basketball. They don't go play soccer. Well, let me say this: I get this whole front running Cowboys thing, but my entire, <laughs> I have we have I haven't watched the Cowboys succeed. I've watched us choke over and over and over again. So there's just like let's say last week when we were playing Mr. Aaron Rodgers, there's just. Oh, there's yeah, this, that was there's beautiful. a constant sense of dread for me beautiful. when I watch any Dallas Cowboys game. I've had two or three seasons where they were anomalies, where Tony Romo went 12 and 4 and 13 and 3. Yeah. And then last year. But most of the time you sit there and wonder, how are we going to mess this up? 
And the entire time I'm watching that Packers game, I'm sitting there like, all right, this is too good to be true. <laughs> this is, and when people are like, are you surprised the Cowboys are the way they are this year? No, they're exactly what they've been my entire life. Overhyped right. and underaccomplished. Tony Romo has won a playoff game, hasn't he? He won one. Yeah. One playoff game. But I don't, bl- I don't blame the players. I blame the coaches. I blame the GM and ownership, mostly. I blame the, I mean, Jerry I blame the Jones. players. They, they knelt because they're kneeling. That's God is smiting the Cowboys. Yeah. No, actually, the Cowboys didn't kneel. They knelt before the anthem. <laughs> and now they're not allowed to kneel because no. Massa Jerry said that... Yeah, and I it's just fucking disgusting to me. The, the fact that Jerry Jones, I guess we can segue into this now. Yeah. The fact that Jerry Jones has had publicly supported Greg Hardy more than any oh, player yeah. who knelt for the national anthem. That's a man who choked his girlfriend, beat her to a pulp, and threw her on top of his arsenal and threatened <laughs> to murder her. And expressed All no right? remorse at any point. And then point. Jerry Jones fronted a legal team to try to get his suspension removed. Yeah. But he won't let somebody play because they knelt in front of flag. Dude, you have disgraced the American populace and the people, the American citizens, more by paying Greg Hardy money than anyone <laughs> will ever by sitting down or kneeling for the flag. Right. Like, I mean, come on. How does this man think he's a moral compass for anyone? I don't think he's saying he's a moral compass. I just think he just loves America and the troops so much that he can't yeah. stand disrespect. I don't think he loves the troops. I don't think if somebody walked up to him and was like, hey, do you want to donate $15 million to the Dallas VA? I think if there wasn't a camera in his face, he would just say no. No. No, not 50. What's 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 the return on that? That's <laughs> return. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. I think look, Jerry Jones is a is a very horrible individual. I mean, first of all, he's he's from Arkansas. So fuck yeah. him right there. You know, second of all, he does like, he, like the whole Greg Hardy stuff. That's just like I don't have a problem with people from Arkansas that aren't white. Let me just say that. As most people I meet from Arkansas that are white are pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you know, he's a terrible guy. And like what the problem is though is that this is kind of what got Jamel Hill suspended. Let's go talk about that for a second. Is that she was saying on Twitter, and I think this is a, a, a good point, is that because people were calling for Dak Prescott to kneel. They're calling for Ezekiel Elliott to kneel. People that Jerry Jones cannot operate without yeah absolutely and, and she was saying that puts a lot of pressure on the athletes mm-hmm. right because it's like you know how why why should they take up a mantle for the people to, pr- to prove a point when you yourself are not willing to go after to make the same point by not watching the nfl by not supporting the sponsors that, the, that the support the cowboys and that's what got her suspended by go, saying trying to what ESPN says oh, is trying yeah. to organize a boycott. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree with her. I don't think she should have been suspended at all. I don't think I, so. I, don't, I, think I mean, she has done more suspense-worthy things. Sus- suspension. Suspension-worthy things. Suspense-worthy, too. She, she builds it up. I was, I was on edge when I read her tweets. No. Um, yeah, she, I mean, I think, and this is, don't quote me 100% on this, but I'm pretty sure she called for someone to, or she, Made a passing reference to chucking a battery at some player. Well, that was from uh, that was I think there's a reference to the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah, because they they throw ba- like ice uh, snowballs with batteries. In yeah, them. but I think I don't think she was saying like, hey, the Philadelphia Eagles fans throw snowballs with batteries at people. I think she was saying, you know, I'd be cool if this particular individual <laughs> got batteries thrown at him. 
which is that seems like, hey, you get, you get suspended. I've said things that were, you know, in the heat of the moment, whatever. You say something dumb. The person was probably terrible. I usually send, tend to be on a moral compass of Jamel Hill. Like, yeah, I agree with you, Jamel Hill. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't get annoyed that what she says, like, you know, has that, um, she brings politics into things. Uh, it just seems Well, she that brings that's, it to Twitter because people bring it up to her. And she doesn't, she responds to it in kind. You know, she talks yeah. about. Uh, well, I mean, it's one of those things where, what did Michelle Obama say? We go high or something like that. When, when which they is go like, low, we go yeah, high. Yeah, but. Eh, that's a great. No, no, that's I'm, catchy, I, that's, but, the, no, that's the thing is I'm, that's what ESPN is trying to say here. Like, yeah. that's what we should always do with public figures. You know what? Sometimes kick some kick some dirt some people just deserve sometimes someone tweets something i think we should always also have what is she responding to when she said that can we find out the tweet that she's responding to too because it's probably some acidic vitriol oh yeah from a brain dead you know what i mean individual yeah she was whenever she talks about uh, the protest stuff people always you know talk you know because the whole point of the protest was colin kaepernick saying you know i don't think cops should be allowed to kill black people indiscriminately you know, again, a reasonable stance. Yeah. But then she brings it up and supports, or says she supports that. And people always do this, what about shit? Well, what about Chicago? What are you going to talk about Chicago? Well, no, it's funny that it's really, really, all politicians, should, uh, I mean, all media personnel, personalities, actors, uh, sportscasters, sports, they should all stay out of politics unless they're extremely nationalist uh you know what I mean? That's what it seems to me. It's like, oh, if, you, if she, if you're she not stood saying up, your point, that's what you think yeah. people are saying. Well, no, it's if Jamel Hill. I don't think we'd be hearing ESPN suspended Jamel Hill because she said all players should stand up and salute the flag. They're disrespecting the country, okay, which yeah. many analysts have said. Ray Lewis, blah 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 blah, over and over again, and they didn't get in trouble because they were on. ABC's well, yeah. side politically. Yeah, that's the whole stick to sports hypocrisy. Yeah, you know, no one's telling JJ Watt to stick to, to stick to sports when he's trying to raise money for Houston. Exactly. No, it's when you say a progressive or a liberal viewpoint, or something that goes against the uh, the yeah, right wing, brain dead conservative. Fan I didn't base hear in the stick NFL. to sports when Tom Brady had a MAGA hat in the top yeah. of his locker all through Trump, Trump's election process. And then you ask him about, it, he's like, guys, just speak. To, I'm gonna stick to sports. Shut up, yeah. Brady. Dude, you literally put a bumper sticker sticker on your locker, and you're gonna act like you weren't supporting him. You're yeah, like, come on. You own this now. Yeah, and then like the shit like Robert Kraft, you know the Patriot. Who who are the dirty eight, thirty seven? Like Kraft, Jerry Jones, Kraft, like, Jerry Jones, um, uh, Snyder, the guy Snyder, oh, obviously. Which is Snyder deals in baby parts. Snyder and Jerry Jones makes like homeless people fight in pits in their basement. Those two people are horrible. No, because that means they would have homeless people in their basement. Well, to fight to I the could death. see, like, lower middle. Lower middle? Lower middle. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. illegals, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, illegals. Oh, yeah, no. If, like, if... We know it's one of the most... If you really want to get into the dark, deep, dark, shitty part of the NFL, well, do you know what the biggest sex trafficking event every year is? Uh, the Pro Bowl? The Super Bowl. The, the Super Bowl, Bowl is the number one. The Super Bowl is the number one environment they say for sex work. That's why they didn't want to have it in New York back. Uh, was that two or three years ago? Why? Because they said not only is the Super Bowl a giant beacon for, you know what I mean, these monsters yeah. to show up. Now you're putting it in a place where these monsters already want to show up. 
the people who don't even aren't even showing up for this like football event. This is like it's a bigger city. There's more places to hide people. There's more people to be taken. You're you putting this in their paradise. So so they were afraid to have uh have the the have Super Bowl because of the amount of sex trafficking that goes on during Super Bowl week. Like they people just they, they didn't want to have it in New York because they thought it was too metropolitan of an area. How do you know this? How do you, how do you I read? You read. I read articles. <laughs> I don't like I don't watch a lot of ESPN. I get most of my stuff from just read clicking and reading. I read most of this from Twitter. All right, so let's really? uh, wow. <laughs> I have I have a short attention span. All right, speaking of which, all right, so we got a couple other things we probably should talk about in this segment since we've kind of run the gamut. <laughs> uh, the cocaine, the coke. Only this year is a, a the offensive line coach from the Dolphins getting offensive fired. Lines. lines, he did multiple lines. Yeah, doing multiple. Yeah, <laughs> this guy knows his lines. Only this year can the can the guy getting fired because he's doing cocaine and accident and and the stripper his stripper girlfriend sent the video to Facebook. Right. Only this year does that guy is this become like oh, a dude, third or fourth story to like talk about. Multiple videos. Like this was not one video. Right, this right. was a a string. <laughs> yeah, he would do coke. A TV novella, they would say. <laughs> no, it's an anthology <laughs> series. And a, a stripper girlfriend sent it to Facebook. Oh yeah. I mean uh, she blew him up after he it, I mean, dude. You go what an idiot goes out on radio and calls out uh, all the protesters to the black uh, to the um, kneeling during the protest yeah, yeah. And calls out Black Lives Matter protesters and says all this shit. Whilst texting coke addled <laughs> messages to your <laughs> black mistress, who's not even his mistress anymore. Ex mistress. Yeah. So she didn't want to deal with this shit. I mean, it's a bad, let me say, it's a bad idea if she's on the bill, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's on the paycheck, like, she's a full-time mistress. Still a bad idea. How yeah. do people not learn from what Donald Sterling did? It's, like, not even... Because that's what took him down, too, yeah, is the woman he was was, was literally piece. running his stupid mouth to his girl, to his mistress. Yeah, that's the thing. When I took a crim pro in law school, the guy, uh, my teacher, Buzz Shear. He had like a list of three things to do if you want to get away for crime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget. I can remember two out of three. Like one of them is always do it alone. Two is never videotape yourself doing it. Yeah. You know, that's just stupid. And this cl- this clown is, just decides he's going to do coke and videotape oh, it, or, or no. record it. Off his, well, let me just say this. As the resident cocaine excerpt for the 4th and Kroll podcast, um, <laughs> he did it poorly, too. It was like the, watching a... A high schooler do it for the first time. He did it on a wooden table. Yeah. He was losing stuff in the grain, and it's going to be like show. Unless he got pledged nearby, it's yeah. going to be like the, all this white smudge. Didn't even roll his 20 all the way up. It's like half flopping in the wind. Pathetic. And second, like you can just watch him. There's like rocks falling out of his nose the whole video. It's like, dude, you're not even good at this. <laughs> well, if you look like, at, I mean, I know. How I, are you I, a millionaire in Miami and bad at cocaine? That's just pathetic. It's throwback week, I guess, man. I know. It's just shameful. No, you look at the uh, the play of the offensive line, the Dallas Dolphins, or the uh, Miami Dolphins, and you, you would expect a higher level of quality from this guy, you know? Yeah. No, maybe I think that's just all the quality you really need from a human being to teach people how to bang their heads into other people. Like, <laughs> let's, just, we don't, let's just admit it. You don't have to be some shining beacon of light to be a coach. No, you really don't. <laughs> you just have to know how to play a game allegedly yeah well i think he knows how to play the game i think he also just really likes cocaine michael irvin had <laughs> the same michael irvin anyway? had the same same problem 
He was great at football and really great at cocaine and hooking. Yeah. Michael Irving is such a damn mess. All right, we got two minutes left. Let's talk about the AP trade really quick. They trade the Saints traded Adrian Pearson to the yeah, Arizona to the Cardinals. Cardinals. Who they get for uh, a conditional s- conditional six round pick? <laughs> Ego blow for the old Peterson. He's apparently really fired up, and which I, is good, which is good for the Cardinals. And he's really, he catches the ball well out of the backfield. No, he doesn't. Is, he can't catch. Adrian Peterson can catch the he ball. He cannot catch. Not he does screen plays really well. Now he doesn't run. I don't care about how well he writes. Can he actually run? Can he run? Um, yeah, he can't really catch. He can't he really he can. run. He can't block. He definitely can't pass. Block. He can't block. So, and he's thirty-two. Why? Why wouldn't you trade for him? I don't know. I mean, the what? Bruce Arians eats lead paint. I think <laughs> Bruce. Drink, I think Bruce Arian cocaine would do trigger, good yeah. for him with all that lead paint in his system. <laughs> Was it lead paint? Yeah, it was lead paint. I gotta be honest with you. Whenever I'm like painting like white, and I like I pour it out, start pouring some paint in my cup, I'm like this kind of looks nice and creamy and like looks, well, nice. looks appetizing. I saw like the cartoons or like the old old sitcoms where like you had that nerdy kid who ate glue. Yeah. Just not to think I, you know, you said one time you're sitting there by yourself, you got some Elmers, you're just like. I've never I tasted it. It tasted like shit. What do you expect? It was not smart. It wasn't. But it also taught me something. Like, hey, if you see some idiot on TV eating glue, are you going to eat glue? No, nah, nah, don't do, sure don't do dumb heard, things that you see on TV. Eminem roasted Donald Trump in a freestyle rap on BET. I'm sure that you've heard this because I'm sure that this show has a strong black following. Sarcasm doesn't work so well when you can't see my face. Also, how can you roast someone who looks like he's already been put in a slow cooker? Donald Trump is planning to respond with his own rap verse. Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Chicka Slim Coffee. The Boy Scouts are now admitting young women into programs, prompting a lot of parents to go out and get their kids vaccinated. The vaccination is actually quite an extensive procedure. First, you do a circle, then another circle, then a dot, then another dot, and now you have your cootie shot. More Trump news. It seems like the orange Mojo Jojo is having some trouble getting adapted to the White House. It's fine. You've only been there for what feels like a lifetime. He was quoted as saying, I hate everyone in the White House, prompting the rest of the country to respond, OMG, me too. Let's see. Harvey Weinstein molested so many young actresses that he made Dan Schneider look like a freshman. It's no more safe to breathe the air in San Francisco right now than it is to lick the ground. We almost cared about soccer again for just a minute there. And, oh, right, Jamil Hill. Um, I feel like I have to talk about her because I'm pretty sure that Perry and Kroll think that we're the same person. And I get it. We're both extremely undervalued black women that are currently on the job market. And I just want to say, Jamil, from one unemployed sister to another, take some time for you. Do some traveling, work in your garden, blast some Mary J, and just let them miss you. Uh, that being said, I would like to remind ESPN that I am on the job market. Wink, wink. That's been your 60 seconds. Consider your culture popped. Now, back to these assholes. And that was Alex. Yeah, this week I actually heard what she uh, said before we recorded. And uh, I don't know, why she why she got to roast us, Perry? What's she roasting us for? We deserve it. Uh, do we? I mean, we I, you know. It. You know what? If getting roasted on a podcast is the penance I pay for white privilege, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Oh, that's, we, that got kind of serious for a second. <laughs> I mean, hey. All right. So Louis uh, C.K. said it. It was funny. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, Louis C.K. said it. He gets getting roasted in a fourth and Kroll's penance for white privilege. That's yeah. Wow. We have a famous fan. Yeah, he did. Um, okay. So you were talking some shit in the segment, uh, the break about UNC and the NAA. You want yeah. to talk? Because I don't well, know. I, I don't really football. think I can talk shit about UNC. UNC did what? ACC colleges do and what Kentucky used to do before the most uh the biggest priora in college basketball coaching became our coach because everyone's trying to get John Calpari so he can't cheat anymore um not saying he didn't right probably did um but the ACC always gets away with it, especially UNC and um Duke no matter what happens those schools seem to skirt by violations right uh so this happened back in 2014, but players uh, who played on the team basically came out and accused UNC of creating these classes. I think there were like African-American studies and a couple other uh, classes similar in vain with that. Right. And uh, they just gave everyone A's. Just hey, show up, you get an A, you leave. Uh, so the NCAA, it's one of the biggest academic scandals in the history of college. Yeah. Uh, athletics. And the NCAA ruled in favor of UNC saying that they didn't technically give any athletic benefits or special um, access to these players because other children from the student body or kids from the student body could also take these classes. So because these classes were designed specifically to boost the GPA of basketball players, but anyone GPA was boosted because they signed up for the class, mm -hmm. it wasn't considered an athletic violation. Well, I can see where they're coming from on that. Well, I think it just it sets a very, very, very right. poor bureaucratic gray area standard that now, I mean, look at all these boosters that just got, there's an FBI scandal of all these boosters that just got, Louisville coach Rick Pitino just got fired because it's illegal for Adidas who sponsors Louisville to pay athletes to play, but it's legal for if uh, for UNC just to give people fake degrees, and I yeah. think that blows my mind. Also, I saw a good meme which is like, "What if Adidas just starts paying all of the student body a certain stipend? Hey, you go to Louisville, we pay you ten dollars because we're Adidas. Well, now they're not paying all the athletes; they're paying everyone who goes there." Yeah, it certainly seems like they're following the letter of the law, and that's the spirit of the law, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, look, you know, I think about the thing I think about the NCAA is this: is that you know everyone's like, "Oh, that's a corrupt organization," blah 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 blah. You know, I'm okay. I think the NCAA is fine for like things like the sports we talked about earlier. That no one cares about. Yeah. Football and basketball need to be spun off into their own minor leagues, like they have in Europe with foot with, with soccer. Absolutely. They're too big for the college arena now. Absolutely. Because of this dumb shit like this, mm -hmm. you know, and. Yeah, that's a whole different discussion. We can talk about that like later on a different podcast because I have a whole rap on this crap because it, it pisses me off on these like these asshole commentators like, you know, they're playing for free. Motherfucker, I have I have hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans. I would gladly pay play, you know, play a sport for a scholarship. They are getting compensated. It may not be enough. It may not be what you think is enough, but they are getting compensated for it. Yeah, it's compensated. In, I don't know, in terms, because you, you look at these players, they're Marcus Lattimore's knees 
are the only reason he made money in his athletic career. You understand that? His he blew his knee out sophomore year because the NFL refuses to accept players who are under twenty one. Because uh, they, they they're not physically ready. That's bullshit. You're telling me that Leonard okay, Fournette. You're, you're telling me that Leonard you're Fournette. Still, I'm not saying me. You're still like you're telling you know, me growing. that Leonard Fournette wasn't ready freshman year. You're telling me that because uh, that's Mark, garbage. What about Marcus the, Lattimore was ready freshman year. Jadavian Clowney was ready freshman okay, year. Okay, these are two. Are these are two who, exceptions. These are well. I'm not saying every single person in the NBA is going to be a first round. There is one LeBron James. There's one Kobe Bryant. But the fact that there is a LeBron James, there is a Kobe Bryant. There is uh, a Kevin Garnett is proof. There's two different sports. Is, no, I, Adrian Peterson could have succeeded in the NFL. That's one. At 18. Well, I'm saying, but then Marcus Lattimore, you see Jadavion Klein. There's more than one player who could do this. There's more than one 18-year-old who's physically ready to play in the NFL. There is. Eh. Now, there, it might be a lower percentage than you say than the, in the NBA. Absolutely. That's fine. Well, I think the NBA, if you're using the NBA, I think the NBA should take players, should make them wait a couple more years. I, yeah. I think that's absolutely, I think restricting the athlete uh, from financial gain at all, from pure, the, pure, the pure amount of money they can make, the most money they can make is, is criminal. I think it's absolutely criminal. Well, this is why I say we need like those academies, you know, someone like LeBron James, you know, he's going to be. You know, he should be in a NBA minor league in the NBA minor league or like age 14 or 12. Or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. I say I'm fine with if the NFL wanted to create a minor league system where players who didn't a didn't, true minor league yeah, system, who players who didn't uh, want to do any academics, wanted to compete uh, with like <laughs> players. But also, I think that this whole age limit is ridiculous because there is a 20 year old out there who literally is choosing to sit his college season or not play his full college season because he's afraid he's going to get hurt and lose his chance at millions of dollars. There are players who are doing that. Look at Leonard Fournette's drop off between sophomore year when he was dominant, ran through everyone. And he didn't even do anything junior year because he, why would you, you already proved that you're going to be top five. Why would you do anything else to jeopardize your career? Right. But here's the thing. So, so what are you saying? What are you saying? They should just let people like at 18, if you can come in, go. If you, if you are, phys- <clears throat> I think you should be able to go through a physical. If the NFL thinks you are ready, if these teams, these guys aren't, you know, well, what that, I mean? they're the, putting their bodies on the line. The NFL is putting their draft pick on the line. They, they're not going to draft the 18 year old. If he doesn't, uh, Fit the bill. If he shows up, if he doesn't work, there are lots of people who right, but that cut, that that creates a problem with the the amateurism point, right? Because well, that's, that's why I think we need a um, sorry, a minor league, right? No, I a agree. Minor league system, but we also have the Canadian league, which they could go play in. We have, they have European football leagues, and with as far as the NBA system goes, we have all of Europe. So whenever I hear a player who decides, oh no, I'm not going to go to college, I'm going to go play in Europe. I'm like, good for you, dude. All right, I got a solution to this. I got a solution to this. NFL Europe. Let's bring NFL Europe back. Yeah, I'm you're down. 18. You go back. You can go play for the uh, Rhine yeah. Guard. Whatever. Or, like, can- Canada. You're 18. You go play for Canada. And I, but I think we should also get rid of this NFL 21 year old rule because if there's one 18 year old who needs a couple years in Canada to get stronger, good. Let him take his time. You're not gonna get stronger going to Canada. Canada makes it. It's all socialized well, medicine. There we go. We have NFL Europe. He gets. He needs to work on it. His strength and conditioning. We send him to Sweden to train with the mountain. <clears throat> you know, you'd be like that scene in Rocky Four, and he runs up a mountain. Yeah, well, no, I was saying train with the mountain from Game train, of Thrones. Oh, train yeah, with the no, mountain. Yeah, 
And like you want an offensive lineman to work on pushing things, that's a good guy to send him. You know, uh, the mountain needs like ten thousand calories a day. I could believe that. Those yeah. uh, power builders' uh, diets are insane. Yeah. Like Michael Phelps had a crazy diet like that too, didn't he? Do like twelve thousand calories a day? Oh yeah, he, he had like, like four or five subway sandwiches. subway sandwiches. <clears throat> no, I, I was talking to my trainer. I was like, you know, I want to be like the mountain, so I started eating ten thousand calories a day, and mm. he he wasn't happy. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> But I'm Ching. Hey, but seriously, folks, I got to tell you. Okay, so let's go after the games. Uh, let's talk about the games from last week. Anything Anything really interesting happened besides the Cowboys melting down against Aaron Rodgers that, again? That was not interesting. <clears throat> that was death taxes, Aaron Rodgers. That the three okay. things that will always exist. I heard some commentators talking about, like, you know, they were getting a Dak Prescott because he scored too soon. Or they like people are getting a Dak Prescott. He scored too soon. And the commentators are pushing back, saying, "Well, how's he supposed to know? He's just you know he's just trying to win a game, trying to score." Every they've the Packers have beat the Cowboys the same way the last three times they've played, including the playoffs. Well, no, last last two times they played, we beat them. Last three times we played, we beat them the first time. They beat us the last two. Okay. That's but either way, Jason Garrett all week has it was actually on record saying that he pressed into the players, do not give Aaron Rodgers any time. We cannot give Aaron Rodgers any time at, at the end. So you'd think that Prescott would be a little more aware, situationally aware of what he needed to do in that in that time. I think time the frame. bigger the bigger fault was not <clears throat> Prescott running in for the score, because I think he just that was just reactionary. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the, he was, it wasn't like he sat and threw the ball and had time. He escaped a broken, a broken pocket and scampered in. Right. Um, scampered. Good word. Uh, I'm, I have more problem with Linehan, who's supposed to be this offensive guru. We keep talking about, Oh, he's going to get the next head coaching job. Scott Linehan. Next head Why do you not run it on uh second down? Why do you not run it on second down? Why does it get to be third down with that, with a stopped clock? Well, you at least burn their last time out. Right. At least burn their last time out, which turned out to be pretty detrimental, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It allowed Aaron Rodgers to get that final scramble in, which set him up for that, what, eight, 12 yard touchdown throw? Yeah. At Adams? Oh, God. And I mean, it sat there with a couple friends who I watched Cowboys games with, and we all saw it happening. As soon as we saw one minute and 18 seconds on the clock, we're like, it's over. As soon as you guys had, like, uh, <clears throat> there, was a, there was a play he scrambled away from, uh, away from a defender. Mm hmm. Once I saw him going against that, I was like, oh, he's got it. If you, he ran he ran for some, some serious oh, yeah. gain, too. No, if you want to know the real moment where I thought this is all going to blow, sh- blow up in our faces, classic cowboy collapse was when Terrence William let that, Williams let that pass bounce off his chest right into the open arms of that cornerback who ran for the touchdown. Because mm-hmm. we were going to put the game. We, had a, we were a field goal away putting the game out. Right. We were up by five. We're moving down the field. We're a field goal from putting the game out, and we just choked. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, it was just Terrence Williams. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. I I'm, have seen this kid drop so many passes. He was the reason we lost during L.A. He dropped a touchdown in the end zone, and he dropped a two-point conversion, too. He, I mean, he's he literally has three plays in the last two weeks that have cost us two games. Speaking of L.A., uh, Seahawks. Seahawks, L.A. Seahawks back. They beat L.A. by a field goal. I think it was just the first true great defense that L.A. has played. Right. Uh, I think they finally ran into of a rock as, you know, as hard as their hard place was. And they just, that man, Seahawks defense. There's one thing we can't ever deny is how good the Seahawks defense is. Right. 
But, Their offense is garbage, but yeah. Yeah, and I think we also realize that the Rams' defense is not as good not as, as it was written out to be. Yeah, like it's it really seemed to have taken a drop off this year, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Like last couple of years, everyone always said. That, I think it was they they changed alignments. They went to a, a either a, four, a three four from a four three. They yeah. changed it, and uh, I guess their personnel doesn't exactly match that up. But <clears throat> it's actually been quite dramatic how it's dropped. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it also kind of established that. We were all wavering on, is L.A. the new team to beat? And I think we all can now settled in that, no, Seattle still still holds the I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far because I think I think Los Angeles, because there was that freak play at the beginning where uh, Earl Thomas knocked the ball out of Todd Gurley's hand and mm-hmm. hit the pylon. It was a Seattle touchback. You know, that's not going to happen. If that didn't happen, they would have scored on that, on, that, on that drive. Yeah. So... And who knows what it ha- what would have ha- what it would happen? I think the cornerback talent for the for the Chargers or for the Rams isn't as close as where it needs to be. But the fact remains, Jared Goff <clears throat> is a much better quarterback now. He's got a better he's got a better coach. Seahawks still has a lot of problems with the offensive line. I don't know. I still think the Rams could take the division fairly easily. Yeah, um, I think I think it's I think the Rams could take it. I'm still not going to put money. If you ask me to put money on them over the Seahawks, I wouldn't. I just think the Seahawks are more consistent. Uh, even though we're, they're consistently terrible on the offensive line, they're also consistently great at other aspects. And Russell Wilson somehow manages to put together these escape artist-type games where he gets by by six points or three points yeah. or a point. And it's fr- as, frustrating as, uh, as frustrating as it is to watch, it's because it's ugly and tedious. They seem to get out of that division whether it be nine and seven or 12 and four yeah that's what i'm saying i don't think uh even if they win the division they're not making the super bowl they're not making the NFC no no i don't see them i see aaron Rodgers or the panthers going back to the super bowl maybe even the eagles but i don't think I'd nick folk say- uh will show up in the playoffs <sighs> i think he's still a little young it's not nick. teams oh, you no. talking about carson wentz yeah wentz well Sorry. they're five and one now man and they look pretty good yeah their they- defense is great their defense is great Bend but don't break. They dismantled the Cardinals pretty easily. Yeah, but that's nothing to put on your mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like nothing to ride home about. <clears throat> the Chiefs, <laughs> the hell, man, five and zero. Oh. I, I, you know what? I am all for the Chiefs now. I think, at yeah, this, it's hard this, not to be. This is that point in the year uh, that I have lived with as a Cowboys fan, where I'm like, well, our season looks like a shot. Zeke's going to be suspended for the next six games. <laughs> we can't seem to stop a moth from running through the entire Dallas Cowboys defense. Um, you guys play moths a lot? Is that we a do. lot of moths in the we, do. we can't. No, it's just pathetic. And so it's I've tuned out my hope and uh, dreams uh, for the Cowboys this year. And have kind of just gone into hoping that the Chiefs dismantle everything that the Patriots uh, believe about themselves as the best team ever. And I hope that just the Chiefs beat. I hope the Chiefs win Super Bowls for the next three years, just <laughs> beating Tom Brady over and over and over again. I feel like that uh, that Tom Cruise movie. They just keep on beating anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Groundhog's Day, where it's yeah, that's just the reference. Chiefs. I don't care. Groundhog's Day is. The best reference as far as that's that if that phenomena goes be better young man be better excuse me yeah all right, all right so let's look at it next week we've got uh, Ramus is turning over in his grave 
I didn't say it's not a bad movie. I'm saying you're talking about a re- repetition behavior. Well, you didn't even have the reference. You just said that Tom Hanks or Tom uh, Cruise movie. Yeah, because I remember the original title, Live, Die, Repeat, which is Live, a stupid die, title. Repeat. Yeah. Oh, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. That's it. <clears throat> All right. So look at this uh, schedule next week or this, this weekend schedule on Sunday. What, what's popping up? We got the Rams, Jaguars, the Jaguars who are like, what, three and two? I'd like to see that. I think that'd also be a good uh, barometer of how good the Rams offense and how good the Jags defense is. Yeah. So I, I could be interested in that. Also, they're just two fun surprise teams to watch this year. Yeah, the uh, Jags are what, number one in the AFC South. They're, they're kind of teams that have been so bad for so long, they're hard for anybody to hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, when you see the Rams and the Jags win, it's like when you watch, you, I guess, like a, a dad who finally loses to his son, he's like, oh, good on you, man. Yeah, I don't really, like, <clears throat> my, my Cardinals are in I've, the same division as the, as the Rams, and it doesn't bother me. I kind of yeah, hope they do win the division. They're like, sweet, you want to, like, pinch him on the cheek and be like, oh, That's adorable. I know. This is not Jeff Fisher. Fuck that guy. Okay, so uh, let's see. We got the Steelers versus the Chiefs. Speaking of the Chiefs, what do you think that's going to happen in that game? I think I think the oh, Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are going to blow the Steelers out unless they're uh, at Arrowhead. So it's, they're uh, at Arrowhead, which is in their favor. And Ben Roethlisberger has been playing very poorly this year. He's he's like one foot out the door. He's yeah. done. He even said it. He was like, even he said it last week. He was like, yeah, I think uh, this might be the end for old Big Ben or something <laughs> like that. He's like. Hits might be the end. Yeah. I got think I, two Super Bowls, won one of them, and got away with rape. Good. As far as he's considered, that's a Hall of Fame NFL career. Yeah, well, like, what else, other than the rape thing, what else has he had to play for? You know what I mean? That came out really bad. <clears throat> from from a pure football standpoint, like, what is what does he have to play for? You know, he's got um, kids. He's, he keeps on getting hit. You know, what does the OC got to prove? He got to prove nothing. Take the hundred yeah. million to made and retire. Yeah. You're the king of you're the king of St. Louis for a long time. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. Well, he's probably Pittsburgh the king of St. Louis too. Is it? I I don't know. I wouldn't try want to be the king of that city right now. He's a douche. Anyway, and everyone in this Pittsburgh knows he's a douche. I don't. I, yeah, I don't even care if he's a douche. I would hang out with a douche any day uh, who wasn't a rapist. Oh, you're you hanging out with one now. All right, so. <clears throat> okay, uh, 49ers Redskins is a preview of the future 49ers uh, quarterback Kirk Cousins. Yeah, uh Kirk Cousins makes his uh first trip to San Francisco. Oh no, it's at the Redskins. Yeah, it's at That's the unfortunate. Redskins. He doesn't yeah. get to go hang out with uh Jeb after the game, I guess. Jeb. Uh, Who I actually have to say I I have a lot of problem with Jeb just cuz he's a terrible owner in vain mm-hmm. with like Jerry Jones he puts his hand Jed, not Jeb. Jed. Jed York, not Jed. Jed. Oh. You may think of Jeb, Jeb Bush. Jeb, Jeb sounds better to me. I'm going to call him Jeb because I don't respect him. That's <laughs> okay. All right, Jeb. Um, uh, no, so I actually, actually respected with how forward he was. He was like one of the only owners whose statement that I read that was uh, during the kneeling. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the month or the weekend of owners writing paragraphs or owners attorneys writing paragraphs about owners kneeling. attorneys. Yeah. His was the only one that seemed real. Right. He he actually seemed like, no, you know, screw that guy. Like, I don't, you don't have to, like, he didn't seem like, well, I'm going to stand with the shield because. Yeah. No, he well, was. It's all Neil for unity. Yeah, exactly. No, Jeb was just like, nah, screw this. I don't have a problem with my players kneeling. Like, I pay them. You don't tell me what to do. So. Yeah, he's kind of, I don't know. He's kind of a tool, though. Oh, yeah. All right, Chargers Raiders. This is going to be interesting because uh, David Carr is going to try to make it back. 
with a broken back or a fractured back. Tony Romo did it. Tony Romo did it, and I I'm, don't want to put Tony Romo, who's currently out of the league right yes, now. Tony Romo. I don't want to okay, put the yeah. hex of Romo on his career, but it's not looking good. No, I I would if I was David Carr, you know, you're talking about a 25 million dollar a year player. Why rush him back? Especially now he's he's making the final choice. That's you know dumb. they're not they're mm. not they don't. I guess I don't know. Panic. Panic would be something that maybe would set in when you see how good the Chiefs are. Well, that's our um, point. The Chiefs the are good. The, the, the Broncos are still dominant. You're already down the division. You're probably not going to win the division. And if you don't win the division, I don't see you. Three teams are not coming out of the AFC West, right? No. So can, can three teams come out? Yeah, three teams like can come out of one division. Come out? I thought only two. It's happened before. Uh, it's rare, but it has happened. Yeah. So I don't know. I would just if I was Carb, like you know, I'm not going to put my career on the line for this. Not when I have like years. Like I could play in the next decade. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be smart, but that's why we're not athletes. Yeah, that's true. That's why we're not professional athletes. Because when I sprained my ankle, my mom's like, "You want to go to the gym today?" I was like, "No, I'm gonna sit at home, watch TV, Jeff Morardie and Doritos." And then my friend was like, "Well, I'm just gonna you know tape my ankle up and go shoot." And now he plays in Europe, and I don't. <laughs> yeah, now you're in the uh, in my uh, office Couch in Hayward. Week, baby. All right. Well, that was fourth and curl for this week. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Please join us next week. We have even more bizarre topics to talk about. They sound to say goodbye, Perry. Bye, everybody. See you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.